What's up? It's your man Ernest. Well, you love Ernest. Same guy, different name. Back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. So, before I get into the topics, I do have some good news for y'all. You know? The issue is no longer an issue. Now, I wish I was talking about the whole coronavirus thing. Unfortunately, that is still an issue. But what I'm talking about is the virus that seemed to hit anchor <laughs> and um, it was affecting my podcast for the last two weeks or so um, where I couldn't upload episodes longer than 26 minutes because the total episode would not be listened to or heard or uploaded on external platforms platforms such as spotify apple Podcasts, google play google Podcasts, stitcher breaker um you know other places where you can listen to this podcast and the only way people were able to um because i uploaded a episode that was about an hour long um little under an hour but about an hour long um after super tuesday so when i uploaded that episode the week after super tuesday's week um that was when everything was going to hell you know that that up that episode did not upload fully again only the first 26 minutes of that hour-long episode or uh, almost hour-long episode 55 minute long episode uh uploaded to the external platforms and stuff y'all know the deal if you know the deal um but i got an email finally from anchor um you know shout out to the people who did respond even though i do do believe that they took too long to respond the response nonetheless was still lovely um they still showed at least within the email showed some type of remorse for not only taking too long but for my issues being an issue so i'll give them shout outs for that um yeah but that i was told that the issue was fine and that everything should be back to how it was we shall see um i did delete that super Trash. I call it a super trash day, but basically the Super Tuesday um, podcast episode about Super Tuesday. Basically, I did delete that because once again, I did not want to have just 25, 26 minutes of that podcast episode being up there when I recorded a, a whole hour of it, you know. And again, I was just like, why would I have all these other like if I'm going to have my podcast episodes on other platforms, I want the entire episode. I don't want I don't want people to have to get a little snippet, a little 25 minute snippet of, you know, what the podcast is on Spotify and then have to go over to Anchor if they want to hear the entire episode. No, I'm not trying to if I wanted to do teasers like that, I would simply just upload the different segments on um twitter or so other social media platforms and have maybe a minute or five 
minutes of a specific topic that I'm talking about uploaded and then tell people, hey, this is where you can come to listen to the entire episode. You know, that's what I would do if I wanted people to listen to snippets. All right. But anyway, that, that I'm told the, 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 the problem is resolved. There should be no problem anymore. Um, we shall see. Maybe this episode's going. It's only two topics. Maybe this episode is going to be past the 30-minute mark. Maybe not. Um, I'm rambling on right now. Y'all know how I get when I ramble. So let's get on to the first topic. Um, you know, I wanted to speak on this idea <clears throat> ever since the coronavirus became a thing. And best believe, as long as this is a thing, you're probably going to get my thoughts or content or just episodes based off of the coronavirus. It's just what it is. You know, I, again, I tell people all the time, you want me to talk about other things, feel free to suggest topics. I've only gotten a few topic suggestions in previous episodes. And guess what I did? I talked about those suggestions. Since then, no one has ever suggested me things to talk about therefore i'm going to talk about things that i'm going to suggest to myself so if you're going to this podcast even though i'm not trying to be a voice of negativity i'm definitely not trying to be a fear mongerer but if you're coming to this podcast to get away from the coronavirus and all this other stuff um number one the best way to get away from the coronavirus is to stay your ass home stay your ass home Um, listen to the Let's Talk About It podcast, listen to my other podcasts and my Two Cents podcast where there will be no discussions of the coronavirus whatsoever because it's all about the music over there, right? And until coronavirus starts putting out albums, you're not going to hear me talk about the coronavirus, um, on that podcast. So you want, if you want to listen to me and you want to escape from the coronavirus, stay home, stay clean and listen to the my two cents podcast but if you are somebody who you're not afraid to take a stand but you're not afraid at all and you you just want to listen to my thoughts on whatever sure suggest topics about the coronavirus or um listen just listen to what i'm saying on a weekly basis and see if i talk about COVID-19, but this episode is going to be about it, and um, the first topic I want to talk about is this idea of people being racist, or would it, would it be racist toward Chinese people? Is Chinese a race? No. I would just say, for lack of better terming, people being racist toward Chinese people, Asian people, but Chinese people because of uh, the coronavirus. And then you got people like your president calling it the Chinese virus, which is ridiculous in itself. And I know people are going to break up things like, well, if, if, if how can we call it the Spanish flu? <sighs> History lesson for y'all. History lesson. Number one, the Spanish flu did not start in Spain. Yes, it spread it to Spain, but guess what? 
It started in either France or I believe Kansas. Yes. A white state and a white country. So I'm not surprised that it's not called the French flu or the Kansas flu. But the Spanish flu. Just like how Trump and his Trumpets are calling this the Chinese virus or the Chinese flu, maybe. Um, simply because it takes all the onus off of European. Um, not the onus, but it detaches European nations from the, the, the actual illness. Because again, the, the Spanish flu started in France, not Spain, right? Or rumored, but it, it, what what is fact is that it did not start in Spain, so it's not actually something that started in Spain. And yes, uh, the coronavirus started in China. It started spreading across the world when. Europeans got it and then started going to other nations going back to the European nation going to the United States going into China getting it spreading it to other nations spreading it to everywhere else so if I really want to go there I would blame white people for their uncleanliness as to why the coronavirus is what it is but I'm not going to go there reason why I'm not going there is because one it's I don't want to be the person that tell people to stop being racist toward Chinese folks and then I sit over here in my quarantine room um self quarantine quarantining you know um and then blame white people for this I understand being cautious. I'm not telling people not to. If you don't want to eat Chinese food because of this, that's on you, bruh. If you don't want to drink Corona beer for some reason, that's on you. I'm not here to try to convince people to uh, support Chinese businesses simply because nobody tells black folks, uh, nobody tells anybody to support black businesses except for me. And that's not the reason just because I don't see a push for uh, black business support. Um, that That's not the reason why. Again, the main reason is because I'm not trying to tell adults what to do with their money. If people don't want to buy Chinese food because Chinese businesses are taking a hit right now, I feel bad for them businesses. But I'm not going to force other adults to go and buy Chinese food. I'm simply not. If Corona beer is taking a hit right now because you got morons who can't tell the difference between a beverage and a virus, that's tough for Corona beer. But I don't have stock in that. I don't have stock in Chinese food. I don't I don't care. The stock market is basuda. So the things that I do have stock in aren't doing well. So why would I then care about the stocks that are aren't uh, that I don't have stocks in not doing well 
Not to sound selfish, not to sound like fuck everybody builds a business. But I'm not, at the end of the day, my thing is I'm not trying to tell adults what to do with their money. People are deciding they don't want to buy Chinese food because they're afraid. They don't want to drink Corona beer because they're afraid. That's on their dumbasses, folks. And yes, I'm calling them dumbasses because these are some dumbass ideas to have. But at the same time, I'm not going to tell a dumbass what to do with their dumbass money. You know? That would make me a dumbass. So, it is what it is, people. And I'm not trying to excuse the racism, the bigotry. Because I feel more comfortable calling it bigotry, not racism. The bigotry toward Chinese folks. I'm not excusing that at all. But if anybody says, I know this one Chinese spot and they're trash, they're basura juice, they've been terrible before the coronavirus, and I doubt they're going to be sanitary now. If somebody says, I don't want to support that business because I don't trust them, that does not make that person racist, uh, bigot, or anything like that. Because they're pointing out one specific Chinese spot that they know of that you don't know of. It's like what I said a couple weeks ago when I talked about uh, women not necessarily dating bisexual men. That doesn't make that woman a biphobic woman simply because she prefers a man who is heterosexual. If anybody prefers to have their food not be one, not order from restaurants because they don't know the cleanliness of it. But if someone prefers that they uh, want to spend their money elsewhere, as much as of a proponent for black businesses or supporting black businesses as I am, I'm not trying to force people to support black businesses. Why I brought up black businesses is because one, that's what I support, support, I like to support. And two, again, I don't like how, and I'm just going to keep it real. I don't like how black folks are, when other people, (laughs) when other people feels, get a slight glimpse of what it feels like to be a nigga. The whole world wants to support that group and says, that's not right. They they should be treated with respect. They should not be stereotyped. They should not be this, that, and the third. And the whole world is right to do so. But nobody's doing that for black folks when we are being treated as niggas. When we are looked up as, as niggas. Chinese businesses aren't the only businesses taking hits right now. Black businesses been taking hits before Corona V came, and then Corona V came, and now this shit is it, it's going to be harder for them. I was speaking to a a black hairstylist yesterday, and he was saying he's struggling to he was already struggling before, and now he's struggling to get business now since we're he's a hairstylist, which means he needs to be in contact with people. You can't virt- you can't work from home. Well, you can work from home, but you can't virtually do somebody's hair is what I'm saying as a hairstylist. You got to be in contact with the person with the head full of hair that you're working on. He can't do that as a hairstylist. Because of this lockdown, no no uh no no contact with people thing. 
He's a black owned, he's a black business person. How come there's no outcry for the people like him? The other, uh, the black businesses who are, um, I know a black businessman, he fixes cars out of his garage. I'm pretty sure he's taking a hit. Why? Because in order for um, him to fix up these cars, people have to then go to his house with their cars and uh, get their cars worked on. But if everybody's on lockdown, how's he to make his money? You can't virtually (laughs) fix people's cars on the internet. You know, the riders like myself, we good. And I'm going to detail that in the next segment, but we good. We was at home writing before the Corona V told us we had to stay inside right. You know? But what about the other folks? The, the, the hands-on folks, the hands-on type jobs. It's what I'm calling them. So... I'm not saying that people should not feel bad or should, people should not take up for the Chinese folks. I'm someone who still still strongly believes that if you want to support Chinese businesses, instead of, first of all, instead of forcing motherfuckers to do something, won't you do it? I get tired of people trying to force people to support their causes instead of them actually going out and supporting their own damn causes. If you don't want these Chinese places to suffer, guess what? You got the money, right? I know you do. Your cheap ass don't want to donate to me, but I know you got the money. So won't you order Chinese food? Or are you waiting for somebody to order Chinese food and then not end up getting sick so you can order Chinese food? Or is it that you're scared to order Chinese food? hmm? And why are you scared to order Chinese food? hmm? It's because your president calls it the Chinese virus. So simply because somebody else was brave enough to articulate what you're thinking in your mind, they're the ones who are wrong. But you're thinking the same thing. You're thinking, what if I order from this Chinese food? I don't know where this Chinese food is from. I don't know how they keep their stuff clean. I don't know what type of animal products they use. If these animal products are even clean or this, that, and the third. That's taking precautions. And y'all have every excuse. Y'all meaning black folks especially. But y'all got every excuse as to why you don't support black businesses. But want to leap behind folks who are telling you to just blindly order Chinese food to keep the Chinese food industries here in America alive. Now, I get it. OJ made a video. <laughs> yeah, OJ sent some people. He makes sense. Get all the other BS aside. All the thoughts you got about all that other stuff aside. He's actually a charismatic and smart man. Let me take a sip of water real quick. That's my thoughts on OJ, Orenthal J. Simpson, right? Um, But I don't want to make it seem like I'm being insensitive to Chinese folks. I really don't. But I 
really, and I'm going to keep it real, I really do feel a way when other groups, whether it be Chinese groups, trans groups, LGBT groups, religious groups, get a sense of what it feels like to be a nigga or be treated like a nigga. And then everybody comes and defends them. And then nobody does it when black folks are doing it. These are the same folks who claim to care about, who be about liberalism and this, that, and the third. Claim to care about black lives. So, I'm not saying I think this way. But I'm also not going to sit up here and try to say any black person that says, yo, y'all don't come to our defense at all. When we're being mistreated, when our businesses are failing or struggling to survive. So why the fuck would I then waste my time defending somebody else? If any black person were to say that, I'm not going to say that black man or a woman or person is wrong. You're not going to get that from me. What you're going to get from me is, well, I can see where that person is coming from. Again, I don't personally subscribe to that thinking, but that doesn't mean that I think that that person's way of thinking is totally wrong. The way the thinking I subscribe to is, yeah, these Chinese businesses, they don't deserve to be hit because you got Donald Duck calling it the Chinese virus and then you got people stereotyping them that's wrong but I would love to see that same energy be be uh, looked at when when Ebola was a thing I would have loved to see folks, even though Ebola did not come to the United States, or at least not to the numbers, to my knowledge at least, to the numbers that coronavirus is. I would have loved to see non-African people saying this is not an African disease. This is not an African uh, virus. Or do not stereotype Africans. Because of this. Do not consider them dirty people because of this. I would have loved to see that. As I'm seeing with the whole coronavirus thing. So I think a lot of y'all need to reevaluate your 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 viewers, well your viewship on how you see black folks, how you see Chinese folks, how you see everybody. Because once again, you know, coronavirus is exposing a lot. I'm just going to write about it. I started writing about it and I'm going to finish uh, that post eventually, probably Monday. Um, but, you know, the same Monday that you're listening to this podcast or this episode will be uploaded. Um, but... This virus is exposing a lot. I'll probably talk a little bit about it during the next segment because I'm I don't have much else to say here in this segment. Um, once again, I don't I don't I don't support the bigotry toward the Chinese community. 
And people are going to probably ask, oh, well, are you going to buy Chinese food? No. <laughs> no. Number one, if you don't donate to me, you have no say of where my money is going. And not to say that people who do donate to me or you who ha- if they do donate to me, um, they have a say. But at least they should they would get an answer from me of where where my money is going. Now I'm gonna give y'all an answer now because I, I'm just gonna give my answer and then leave it at that. Um, but the reason why I'm not ordering Chinese food isn't because of the coronavirus. It's because number one, I'm a cheap mf'er. Number two. I chose this time and this wasn't just a a recent thing or whatever. I've been doing this for uh, months now and and I'm trying to go harder this year. Um, But I've been actively trying to spend the bulk of my money on black businesses. Now, granted, if everything that I purchased was black owned, it'd be great. But that ain't the case because I love video games and, well, there are no black-owned video game companies or developers. So, yeah. But there is a restaurant. out. Well, there's a few black-owned restaurants out here. Um, the ones that I like the most do not deliver. They're like dine-in type restaurants. I don't know how they're doing now. I haven't been to one since I want to say... The weather was... I mean, it's still nice now because it's springtime, people. By the way, happy spring. But I'm talking about last year. Probably around like last September was the last time. Yeah, it actually was. Yeah, I remember. Last September was the last time I've been to one of those uh, dining black-owned restaurants, right? But I'm talking about fast food ones, ones that deliver. There's one that is this Cape Verdean restaurant. Right, K Verdian owned, K Verdian employees, all this other stuff. Now I understand that a bunch of K Verdian folks who don't consider themselves black. I still feel as though that you know I should not take out, <laughs> I should not take out that on the rest of the community because maybe the rest of the community because I've seen some K Verdian folks consider themselves black, such as my mom, you know. Um, and her side of the family in general. You ask them, they'll tell you, yeah, nationality Cape Verdean, but race black. And then I've met those who say, I'm not black, I'm Cape Verdean. Simple as that. Um, That's probably for another discussion for another time. Um, Something that I will probably most likely want to get somebody to... to, to, uh, you know, do that episode with, um, but yeah, that restaurant is the one that I chose to, 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 uh, support because one, I'm all about the pro blackness at the end of the day, supporting black restaurants. Now, if there is a black restaurant, um, and I also order when I'm ordering food or just snacks or just other materials, which I will get into in the next segment, I order from Goldpuff because at least the one out here, 
in Boston, Massachusetts, they employ a lot of black people. So, um, I don't know if the actual facility is owned by a black person. I don't know whatever this, that, and the third. Um, but every time I, I get a, well, nine times out of 10, whenever I get something delivered, it's by a black person. Um, so I'm trying to support their pockets as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I have my ways and I have my reasons as to why I spend my money. I don't just spend my money to impress some weirdos on Twitter. I don't spend my money just to say, hey, look at me. I'm a good person because I bought daddy food. If you wanted to, again, if y'all want to support Chinese food so much and Chinese businesses so much, you order out, nigga. Oh, it's different now. It's easy to tell people what to do with their money, but you can't, you can't, you can't tell yourself what to do with your money or no one else can tell you what to do with your money. Right. Anyway, like I said, I'll get into the next and final topic pretty soon. Alright, next and final segment here. Like I said, not too long of an episode. Um, before I get into that though, um, I'm try- I'm hopefully, fingers crossed, hopefully next week's episode, since this issue is, um, this issue I was having, once again, not the coronavirus. Hey, hopefully, shit, since I'm talking about it, Hopefully, this will be the last episode I talk about the coronavirus because maybe me uploading on Monday, they have found a cure for it just to stop it. I don't know. Wishful thinking, right? Anyways, um, as I was saying before, next week's episode is hopefully I get in contact with a professional and it will be... Uh, my first episode where I have a guest and I'm just going to ask him a few questions because when they put out the word out on Twitter and it was like they're a professional and anybody who wants to know about, you know, the coronavirus and, you know, this, that, and the third, just things you want to know, um, that he, he, uh, they, cause I don't know, you know, the gender I will know once we get to talking, but they, um, were willing to go on anybody's podcast to talk about it, you know? Um, and who, what other podcast is going to have somebody out there with it? no other perfect, no other podcast is going to be perfect to talk about something like this rather than a let's talk about it podcast. So I want to have them on. We did discuss and I did inform them about my issues with Anchor and how because I know for a fact that episode is going to be longer than 30 minutes. So, um, you know, just just to uh, let y'all know, if you do have questions, let me know to ask the professional and then I will ask them during this interview. Because right? I want to have this uh, or this discussion, really, whatever it's going to be called. Um I'm super excited for it. Hopefully it is actually a thing. I haven't lined anything up yet, but you know, I will reach out back to them and see what's what. If not, we'll keep it pushing per usual and, you know, 
keep doing our thing. But I just want to let y'all know. And even if you do ask questions in the episode, um, doesn't happen because I don't know for some reason they don't want to do it or whatever the case may be. Um, I will personally look up all of you all's questions on the internet, do some research for y'all, and then give y'all the information that you're looking for. Not as a professional, but as somebody who did some research. There's a difference. Alright? So at the end of the day, if you want professional advice, I still advise that you seek out the professionals on whatever questions, comments, concerns you may have. But even if that is the case, because I, I still... um you know, we'll want y'all to be a part of the episode. Heck, y'all can even send in uh, voice messages ahead of time to this episode or just in general um, about your questions, comments, and concerns, and I will respond to them in that episode. So just to let y'all know, that's that little slight announcement about the future of the coronavirus topic episodes for the Let's Talk About It podcast with your humble and gracious and beautiful host. That's right, Ernest. Anyways, this 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 topic here, I wanted to talk about um, <clears throat> just what I'm doing. <laughs> what I'm doing during this quarantine, just my thoughts on it, how I feel, and how it's affected me, Okay. Um, as I alluded to before, I work from home now and I'm actually working my dream job as a writer. Is it the perfect position? No, it's not. Um, but it's better than what I was doing before the job I was doing before people. I quit that job, uh, on the 13th of February, people, um, so yeah, I haven't been to that place since then, uh, just to let y'all know a little quick update about my life, so I've been working from home writing for Piff Magazine ever since then, um, making money other ways as well, legal money, motherfuckers, don't assume shit, I don't assume Chinese food is gonna get you the virus, and don't assume because a black man is making money, not working a nine to five, he's doing illegal shit. Fuck out of here. Anyways, um, yeah, my OnlyFans. Nah, I'm just talking. So <laughs> I ain't got the OnlyFans. People relax. Uh, but nah, um, yeah. So I've been working that job since then, and I know the coronavirus has been a thing since. Maybe January, February, or news to us, us meaning the United States or the rest of the world, really. I got word of it toward that time frame, January, February. Um, because of cases started popping up in China. No, it does not make it the Chinese virus. But cases started popping up in China, only in China, toward January. And as I said, it spread it through other nations because you had Europeans going from China, getting a, getting contracting the virus and then going into the United States, going back home to whatever European country that they reside in, going to other places in the world and then spreading it. And then that's how it spread. And then so on and so forth. So once again, 
if you don't get on your high horse talking about it is the Chinese virus, just like how your great great grand uncles and fathers called the Spanish flu the Spanish flu back in the day, because motherfuckers from Europe once again traveled to Spain and then spread it there. Once again, it did not start in Spain. So, with that being said, though, working from home was not something, in fact, it's my ideal job. Again, I could be doing better, uh, and I'm working at doing better as well. Better as in, you know, making sure uh, that I'm actually doing things within my career goal. Um, But making, you know, making shit happen, basically. Um, But I say that just to say that I was, and me being a homebody, now granted, I'm still in school. I was going up to my school to do schoolwork. Now I'm going to my dining room to do schoolwork. And again, I'm probably going to get used to it so much to the point where I don't even go up to my school anymore. And I did that because one, I needed to get out. I needed reasons to get out the house. I work out inside my house. I don't go to the gym I used to go to anymore. That gym's trash. So I work out inside my house now. I work from home and now I go to school at home. So you can clearly see that I have very little outside time. I'm not in a relationship, sad, sad, wham, wham, beep, beep, whatever. But I'm not in a relationship, so it's not like I'm going out on dates. Ain't nobody trying to date me. <laughs> um, I don't go to nightclubs and stuff like that. I don't really go to parties unless they're family functions. And that only happens during the summertime. Which, again, summer and spring have been canceled because of the coronavirus. So I don't see that happening anytime soon. Um... You know, so I the when I did work else work from outside the home because I had a different job, that and school were the reasons why I went outside the house. That was it. And when I went to uh, when I actually went to a gym outside my house. And even before the coronavirus became a, a big thing, here in the United States especially, I would go for walks every morning around the beach. I would do that every morning. Sometimes I would just walk around the city. Not the whole damn city, but still. I would just walk distances. Now again, with this coronavirus, I'm not taking the chance. So... It shifted that aspect of my life. I do still go outside eventually to take out the trash, to check the mail. (laughs) Um, Last weekend, well, you're hearing this again. You're hearing this on on a Monday or Tuesday, whatever. So I'm going to say two weeks ago, even though I'm recording this on a Saturday. So to me, it's last weekend, but to y'all, it was two weekends ago. So two weeks and two weekends ago, I did go out. Um, and in, in actuality, that wasn't the last time I went out the house, like as in like out the house and not around the neighborhood. I went out, uh, for a walk, um, last Monday. Yeah. (laughs) 
I'm tripping, right? You know when you've been inside so long, you kind of lose track of time? I think I'm going through that right now. <laughs> um, the last time I went out was last Monday, but before then was uh, two week, two weekends ago, last weekend from that last Monday. Um, so yeah, I've been out this month. I don't have any signs, thankfully. I've been staying away from people. Um, in fact, the only fear of me catching this virus now at this point is me getting it from others who live in this, who I stay with. Because they they don't work from home like I do. Um, so if roommates get it because they're out and I contracted that way, God forbid any of us get it. But that would be the likely, God forbid once again, that would be the likely way I would end up contracting it is if they end up getting it because, again, they do not work from home. In fact, their jobs are still up and running. So they still have to go to work. Um, yeah, God forbid any of that happens, but I feel fine. I... And it could be one of those, God forbid, situations where I'm asymptomatic, but I feel fine. Um, as far as this situation mentally, I'm not going to front. I am scared. I am worried. I've had plenty of times for the past few weeks where I, I was scared. Um... Again, scared and worried are the two emotions. But then I would tune into um, you know, people like Jerome Shaw, the Jerome the Open Palm podcast. Uh podcast I love to listen to here on the Anchor app. I'm pretty sure he's on other avenues as well. Um Yeah, I would listen to his podcast. Um Dr. Kristen Lee. I would check out her live streams on Facebook. I mean, not Facebook, but Instagram. Um, and just speak to her. And she's pretty dope. Um, I, I got into... I'm trying to get more in tune with my spirituality. Um, so I've been paying more attention to... More spiritual advisor, light workers is what... Uh, you know, a few of them call themselves, I guess, or what they're being called. Um, one in particular I can name um, is this woman who has her YouTube channel, The Jaded Spirit. Um, I believe I said her name right, but she's really dope. She's like really dope. And I mean, really, really dope. Um, I've been checking her stuff out. There's been it's a bunch of people. And they help calm my nerves. And once again, I'm trying to be more of a spiritual person um, <clears throat> rather than letting the fear get to me and this, that, and the third. I've been taking the proper precautions, but here's the thing. When you've been washing your hands, when you've been using hand sanitizer, when you've been properly cleaning yourself, when you've been, um, you know... Probably cleaning not only yourself, but the surfaces and stuff like that. 
All this stuff isn't new to you, you know? I think it's weird that you got adults making tutorial videos telling other adults how to wash their hands. It, it reminds me of stuff we saw or we should have saw uh, or should have been paying attention to on PBH Kids growing up. I know for a fact I was paying attention to that, hence why I grew up knowing how to properly wash my hands. But, you know, when I see adults do that and then you got other people, hey, look at me, look how clean I am, I'm washing my hands. Okay, whatever, man. Whatever, man. Um, so how I'm treating this situation is I'm looking to see the light and everything. As I stated before, I am writing a blog post about it. I will try to remember if I don't finish it by the time this episode is up. I mean, you could just follow me on Twitter and you are definitely going to see it there. Post it there. If you have me on Facebook, it's going to be posted there. But definitely it's going to be on Twitter. I will make it my pinned tweet as well. So even if you're not following me, you can go there, check out that post. But I see a lot of positives happening within this time of negativity. One example, the environmental uh, benefits of it. Just us alone restricting the things that we were doing before we were told to stay inside made a big change in the environment. Now, it hasn't made a change to where climate change is not an issue and global warming is not something that we should still fear, but it's made a difference to the point where... Um, Certain areas, pollution has gone down drastically. I know there was certain places in, in, in China where the pollution because of in, in certain industrial uh, areas in China where, once again, before they were on lockdown, um, was very polluted and very tainted, for lack of better wording. And now that they aren't as active, there aren't many people active in these areas. Um, the air quality has gotten drastically better. There was waters that are coming drastically cleaner and clearer. The air quality in the United States has drastically gotten better as well. Especially in um, not only heavily industrialized areas, but where there's a lot of air traffic coming into uh, places like California, New York. So there are benefits to all this people. And again, I'm not, that's why I was saying at the beginning, you're not going to get the fear mongering from me. I do want to speak to a specialist and hopefully they're not on some fear mongering. Like we're all doomed. We're all this. We're all... And trust me, if they are going to be that way, you're going to hear me stop them in their tracks and let them know, Hey, I don't want the listeners to listen to that crap. So if you're not going to give us perfect, you could be professional, be honest. Tell us the truth, but don't just fear monger because you think that's what the people want to hear or you think that's what's going to get the views. But, you know, we'll cross that path when we cross that pay off 
as far as this path here, people, since you're inside and you're not doing nothing, um, you ain't got no job, you ain't got shit to do, <laughs> um, and you're listening to me, which I appreciate deeply, um, we will get through this together by simply being selfless and acknowledging the good that is happening because it is. Now, how do we prevent something like this forever happening? Number one, we got to get rid of a president who gets rid of CDC funding or gets rid of people <clears throat> who are responsible for taking care of messes like this, as Trump did in 2018. You also have to learn from the mistakes because the reason why situations like this and people and the reason why history in general repeats itself is because people allow it to repeat itself. Why? Because we, we, and we may not have been around when the first time it happened, the first, second or 50th time that it happened, but it keeps repeating itself because people, we do not do anything about it. These things do not just stop on their own. They keep repeating themselves simply because we're not doing anything about it. And until we do something about it, the opposite to prevent these things from happening, they're going to continue to repeat themselves. So if we do survive this aspect, We need to learn from it. If you want to continue to live, and this is not me fear mongering, this is me being speaking actual facts. If you want to continue to live, you, we, people are going to have to learn from our mistakes. We are going to have to learn from what is not working. This virus is exposing a lot of what, um, what isn't working. What has been broken for so long. But we were so used to the mundane and the routine of doing something, working within a broken system. We were so used to doing that, that we were blinded by how broken it was. We may, may not be meaning you or me. Maybe you were super woke and you knew how fucked up things were, not only in the United States, but all over the world. And yes, maybe you have been on your own platform, your own podcast, your own whatever, telling people shit is fucked up and nobody wanted to listen up until now. But now that everybody seems to know that things are messed up, Maybe, hopefully, and maybe, just maybe, we as in people will actually learn and say, okay, you know what? We were doing things wrong. Let's do things this way. And that's how I'm choosing to see this situation. Once again, how it's affecting me. Um, just like you, maybe I'm scared. Just like you, maybe I'm worried. 
I worry every day one of them step outside the house, they get in contact with somebody who got it and then they spread it here. I don't place that type of energy, much thought in that energy, because again, <clears throat> your thoughts become things. And if you think it, it will eventually happen. So that's my thing. If that's the one thing y'all want to take away from this episode, whether you believe in energy and believe in uh, your thoughts become things, whatever the case may be, take this message away. <clears throat> if you think it, it will happen. I'm not saying don't think about the coronavirus. Don't think about the this, the very real thing that's going on right now. I'm not saying go about your life willy-nilly, not giving a damn about, <clears throat> you know, the repercussions and this, that, and the third. Don't let it control every aspect of your life. And that's more of so of a message to me as well because, well, you know, I used to be very active when I went for walks. Now it's the perfect walking weather and I'm too afraid to go for walks just to keep it real with y'all. I've never been afraid to walk someplace ever in my life until now. And it's not because of the people that I'm afraid of or, uh, uh, you know, external, anything that can be in my control other than what's going on with this virus. So, yes, just like you, I am afraid. I'm concerned. I am worried. What I'm not going to allow my fear, my concerns, my worry to do is to stop me from achieving the things I want to achieve in life. And again, for the hairdressers out there, um, the people who do hands-on work where they need to be with people or at least work with, yeah, be in contact with people. And I know it's going to be hard. I would say use this time to, uh, first of all, if you are a black business especially, um, and you're struggling, let me know. Because how I was to, how I got in contact with that hairdresser was I I saw his tweet and then I asked him, hey man, I love supporting black businesses. What do you do? Then he told me what it was, but I can't really, first of all, we're in two different states. So even if the coronavirus wasn't a thing where it'd still be hard for me to, um, support his business by being a patron because we're in two different states. But still, if they got donations, if you want to donate to them and not donate to Umar Johnson, scamming ass, donations, 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 gifts, gifts, gifts. Sorry, I did all that in y'all ear, but yeah, I, I had to get it out. Anyways, um, support black businesses, people. Whether you're giving donations or you're giving gifts, support them. Um, 
and keep the light inside you bright. Stay strong. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Rinse. 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 Clean your body. And by the way, to all the hoarders out there, listen. I'm not going to judge you for doing what you felt like you needed to do, boo-boo, with your money. At the end of the day, I'm not trying to force people to to, uh, um, support black or Chinese businesses. I'm also not going to tell people what not to do with their businesses. I mean, with their money. Now, do I, can I have, do I have a right to comment on it if I think it's stupid? Yeah. I don't want to call the hoarder stupid, selfish in a way, herd mentality in a way. Yes. Um, I don't want to call it stupid, but if you run out of tissue and you got nothing to wipe your ass with, first of all, why you need 600, um, 660, uh, packs, packs of tissue that come in 60 rolls. Why do you need 600 of them things? How many shits per day do you take mother? That's number one. Number two, wash your ass, rinse. Rinse, rinse. If you run out of tissue, you can always, and water is is, uh, allegedly supposed to be free. It should be free. But since we ain't got to pay our utility bills, that means you can use up all, don't do it. Don't be selfish now. But you can use water without worrying about I'm using too much. So wash your ass, rinse, rinse, rinse. That's all I got to say about that. And that would wrap up today's episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy, different name. Two topics, but still, we'll have the timestamps in the description box below. Hopefully, the issue is no longer an issue because I know for a fact this episode is longer than 25 minutes. Um, But I was told it wasn't an issue, so... We'll see. And I know I was going to do a test episode. I might end up doing it. I said last week's episode I was going to do a test. I got lazy. I didn't do the test. That's the reason why I didn't see. Y'all Y'all probably didn't see a test episode. But I might do it. If I don't do it, then I'll just wait to see. And then if not, then I'm just going to curse out <clears throat> the pleasant people over at Anchor. All right. That's all I got to say. Um, check the description box below if you want to, uh, 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 nah, if you want to support monetarily, hit up that support tab that you can find wherever you're listening to this podcast. Also hit up the link to my PayPal and cash app in the description box below. If you want to support there as well, it's optional. It's not, it's, I'm not saying you have to give me donations. But if you give it to Umar Johnson and he's lying to y'all, at least give it to somebody who's been true to y'all since day one. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. But, um, yeah, any amount helps. Any amount is appreciated for shiggity. Um, that's for sure. Um, <clears throat> and do what it do. If you do want to support but not monetarily, that's okay as well. Just share this episode. Subscribe if you're not to. Share the podcast out. Tell everybody else about it. Heck, they ain't doing nothing with their life. Tell everybody to listen to it. 
Until next time, until next episode, stay black if you are black, stay beautiful. Black lives matter. LGBTQIA lives matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. Black trans women matter. Black trans men matter. And you matter. Enjoy yourself. Stay calm. Wash your hands. Stay clean. Stay calm. I said that. We will get through this together if we continue to tough it out. If we continue to think about our fellow man, woman, human being. Which means if you have to restrict your usage or your going out ability... So you don't catch it and then end up getting an older person sick or someone sick in general. If you have to do that, you can do that. Put on your big boy pants, your big girl panties, your big person clothes on and let's let's do it for mankind. Mankind on three. One, two, three. Mankind. All right, y'all. I'm going to leave y'all alone. Um, That's what it is. Y'all hear from me when y'all hear from me. Peace out.